Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast 40 of the Artistic Leo podcast. Can't believe we crossed 40 episodes and thank you so much for you that are listening and been listening since the start or if you are new here, welcome. So this week we have Yu Tande. She is a Nigerian-American multimedia artist, printmaker and service pattern designer who resides in Dayton, Ohio. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. We went to talk about printing and printmaking and how she does her own quote-unquote stamps or carving and all that. Please don't forget to leave a review for the podcast or give us five stars. It would help the podcast so much. And here is Yutande. Welcome to the Artistically You podcast, where mixed media art is a place for all. Here, we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice, connect with our creativity, and embrace curiosity. This is your host, mixed media artist, Jana Oliveira. Tunde, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. So glad you're here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, especially that when we are recording, it's Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So really excited to have you here. I always try to bring black artists or, you know, color artists, other color artists here on my podcast, as I myself, I am a Latina. So I appreciate you coming here. And as, you know, people can listen in the future, but as we're recording here, it's Black History Month. And Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate you being here with me. Oh, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, so tell people yeah. where you where you're from, like where you're talking from with me. Uh, I live in Dayton, Ohio, uh, so we're in the midst of winter here. Pretty right cold, I was going to say. Yeah, um, it's actually not been too bad. Mm. Um, you know, it's, oh, really? we had a terrible snowstorm last year. Yes. Last but, you know, it, outside of that, it has not been too bad. It's mm. probably in the 40s today, usually. Oh, that's good i've yeah you know i live in florida now but i live 16 years in the cold so i know how it is so 40 we are like yay (laughs) yay it's it's warm but yeah i'm originally from nigeria in west africa so um but i've lived in the u.s since i was a young teenager oh wow yeah wow amazing (laughs) so um tell people a little bit of what kind of art do you do Okay, so um, for the most part, I do, I do printmaking, um, so block printing primarily, and mm-hmm. also screen printing. Um, so for me, it was just a means to print on fabric. I mm-hmm. was really interested in surface pattern design, mm-hmm. and um, since I didn't know anything about producing fabric, I said, well, the shortcut to what I want is to do mm-hmm. it myself. So that's how I started. Um, you know, creating abstract designs mm-hmm. and uh, carving blocks and putting them, printing them directly on fabric. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna show here uh, in a little bit for the video for the Patreons your fabric store here. And I was just ah, amazing fabric. <laughs> um, so we had um, when this podcast is gonna go live, we already had um, Sarah Matthews here, which is an amazing. Uh, block printer as well yeah and uh, she was the one that kindly shared your art with me and i was like oh my goodness and and how did you so we talked about how she got started and interest in that kind of thing so how did you get interest in 
specific this and when you thought okay why did you think like i want to do fabric you know or i want to work with this surface kind of printing um yeah so like i said i'm originally from nigeria mm -hmm. so i'm a part i'm of the yoruba tribe mm -hmm. and our culture fabric and art features very prominently um so yeah we have a you know fabric is a very central uh theme in our lives we have traditions revolving around that and the clothing getting... right because when i see people from nigeria the women are always so beautiful with yes you know, the clothing the color yes i love so that, that head a lot the headrest yeah. uh, gala as it's called a bright bold colors vibrant mm -hmm. pattern you know so I grew up around that. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to see that interpreted in home decor. Mm. And so when I first got started, that wasn't, you know, of course not African print is all yes. the rage in home decor. Uh, but when I first got started, I thought, oh, this would be great to interpret those motifs in bright, vivid colors. Even till today, when I start um, creating a piece of art, mm -hmm. I always reference um, the colors I see in uh, African brides. If you mm -hmm. go to Pinterest and just put in African or Nigerian yeah. brides, mm -hmm. you will. You're, it's a feast for the eyes. So mm -hmm. a lot of colors, a lot of yes. You know, I just want to create things that make that incite happiness. You know, yes. I get happy when I see those colors. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm really close to these patterns and colors because I am originally from Brazil and mm -hmm. uh, people don't know, but Brazil has uh, the most black population after yes. Africa. Not that yeah, I say it's Africa. connection between Nigeria yes. and Brazil. Yes. I was going to yes. say that there is a lot of people in Nigeria there. And also we have mm -hmm. a state called Bahia, which is the center mm -hmm. of the black culture in Brazil because, mm -hmm. and the reason why is when in the history, when the slave uh, ships came, they arrived in that part of Brazil. So right. uh, because of that, we have in Rio, which also has a very large, uh, I'm, I'm from Rio de Janeiro. Um, okay. I was born there. So in Rio, there is also a large black population. And when we mm -hmm. have the African, you know, we have some kind of foods related to black yes. orange and, and they yes. sell some, they wear some traditional clothing when they're selling the food and, mm -hmm. you know, all opulent. And of course, people sometimes know that because carnival, but we mm -hmm. as people that live there and grow up there, we see that in the black people there. Yes. that they wear this traditional colorful and Bahia is just amazing with the colors and all remember a little bit Nigeria and remember all these African countries, uh, you know, where they yes. are origin There's from. So many connections there. I was watching uh, some documentary and um, I think it was on the Food Network. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they talked about, like you said, Akaraje. Yeah. I'm like, we have yeah. the same exact dish. We yeah. call it acara. It's yeah. the exact same thing. In Portuguese, you know? we call acarajé. Yeah. Yes. So, so many similarities. And also, yes. my it... husband, he plays capoeira. Oh, so yes. Been, yeah, he's been doing capoeira for like 20 years. Yes. So he's Dominican. Yeah, in my house, I never played capoeira. I wish I would. <laughs> But my my in my house, my father liked so much capoeira. He 
um, he had the instruments. We had the instruments at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have those. Yeah, yeah the berimbau. Yes. Yes, yeah. so many connections. So in Brazil, I think people don't know, but we are very connected with Black culture there. And of mm -hmm. course, it's in our heritage. It's everybody yes. in Brazil, I think, has a little bit of Black person in them. Yep. So uh, there's no escape from it. Right. Um, so, but... Where did you have any knowledge how to do block printing or did you learn that? Um, well, I my my degree is in graphic design. Ah. So, yeah, when I was in school many, many, many moons ago, uh, we had to do we had to rotate through different um, art forms and mm -hmm. uh, we did printmaking. So I don't we didn't specifically do block printing. But we did like the um, etching, the metal plates, rolling mm -hmm. it through the press, all that. So that, mm. you know, was already in the back of my mind. And, you know, also when you're young, you do like the potato printing where yes. you carve up a potato and yeah. you can stamp on fabric with it. But really, um, as an adult, somehow I stumbled upon uh, a designer named uh, Lada John's daughter. Um, she's a Scandinavian uh, textile designer. Hmm. She lives in New York. Um, hmm. But I was so fascinated with and drawn to her work because it was very simple, very, um, the, it was just lines, shapes, you know, and she, I got her book, which I have all my books behind me. You can't really see it, but I got her book and uh, I was like, huh, this is fascinating. I was so fascinated. You were like, uh-huh, that. that's, that's yes. what I want. I was like, this is it. You <laughs> this know, is I it. fabric at home. Uh-huh. You know, so that kind of was the portal. This was, you know, back in the early aughts before we had, you know, Instagram. Mm, yeah, Pinterest, yeah. All that stuff. So I think maybe it was her. I can't remember how I came across her, mm -hmm. but... I got a chance to meet her in New York uh, one time in 2009 mm -hmm. uh, at a uh, renegade craft fair. Mm -hmm. And so she did a little um, block printing workshop or printmaking workshop there. So, yeah, it was just a combination of, you know, things I had done at school, uh, finding, you know, an artist doing the same and that got me really interested. I was interested in screen printing mm -hmm. originally, but it, it's so much more technical and it took me a while to really understand how it works. Um, cause I didn't go to school for that. Mm -hmm. I, I was all self-taught, mm -hmm. you know, so, but, but I'm the type of person, if I'm interested in something, you go for it, I will research it and figure out how to do it. Yeah. And do you print at home? Like, do you got the the machine or because when I was talking to Sarah, because she works in a place that that do this kind of stuff, she uses the, mm -hmm. the big machine there, right? Okay, okay, the press. No, I don't have any kind of press. Um, it's all manual. Um, oh, and you do manual. Yes. Wow. So up until middle of last year mm -hmm. my studio was in my home which is where i'm sitting right now wow. but in june i moved and got a space outside of the house because my things were just kind of taking over mm -hmm. um but i don't have like 
big, heavy presses or anything. Mm -hmm. It's all done by my hands. <laughs> and you, car we're going to show your Instagram in a bit. So you carve as well your, your, yes. you know, your stamp, like your foam things, right? Yes, yeah. I carve. Um, Is that you know, what? I've done linoleum. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, I was going to say it was linoleum that you tried before. Yeah, I've done linoleum, but I don't, I don't too much carve linoleum anymore because mm. there's other softer materials. Yeah. I can use, um, but linoleum is where I got my start. Um, I also use a rubber-like material called soft cut or yeah, so those, um, the pink one. I have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can get those on like Amazon. Yeah, They're like erasers. I've carved erasers. Yeah. Um, I also use craft foam, which is a slightly different process. It's not so much carving yeah. as cutting. Yeah, I I tried craft foam before, but it to me it doesn't quip, it doesn't give that crisp that I get with the pink, you know, the that pink uh material, the kind of a mm -hmm. rubber material. Yeah, um, I mean, you have to there's a I've been working with it for years, mm -hmm. so I have pretty much perfected how to work with it. Yeah. A lot of my fabric is printed with the craft foam. So oh, wow. it's a combination of using the right ink or modifying your ink mm -hmm. and, you know, because I don't use traditional um, block printing ink. Um, the speedball one is yeah. pretty much, at least for fabric, that's the mm -hmm. only one available mm -hmm. on the market. Um, and I don't like it very mm -hmm. much. I, I don't like them. The, no, I can't get the range of colors I want. And because it's oil based, the smell bothers me. Yeah. Uh, it bothers my sinuses. So I don't tend to use that. So I've learned how to modify uh, textile inks mm. to where I can print pretty well. So do you it. use a mix of paints? Yes. Um, a lot of times I'll, I'll use like the speedball uh print screen printing inks uh those work really well and it's opaque and you know you can get a good range of colors mm -hmm. um there's other textile paints and inks that i've found online um uh, that also I, I don't know if it's good quality because of course i'm not a fabric printer but um michael's has some fabric Paints. Have yes. you tried those? I don't yes. remember I the name. Anything. Anything you see. <laughs> I've used house paint, um, even oh, wow. you know. Yeah, so I'll try I'll try anything. Um mm -hmm. house paint works really well if you modify it properly. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've tried all types of paints. Anytime I see a new paint, I will see if I can make it work. So uh -huh. so yeah. let me show first your Instagram. So looking, uh, I have here, uh, mm -hmm. I love that you're working also with textures, right? Um, yes. So I'm now for, you know, for the people that have access to the video on Patreon, we are showing her Instagram, but you can access her Instagram and I'll put on the notes for you guys and on the, uh, on the notes of the podcast. So what is that here that you're working with this uh, texture? So um, that, to, to get that raised uh, look, the, first of all, it's not on fabric. This is, yeah. I'm creating uh, wall art. 
Wow. So, yeah. So to get that texture, it's a mixture of joint compound and glue. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, either joint compound and glue or plaster of Paris oh, and wow. glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I pull it through a stencil. Yeah. Um, I worked with plaster before. It's kind of fun material. Yes. Joint compound is really fun to work with. Yeah, I um, heard about that. I have to, to try to ex- experiment with that with my abstracts. We're going to show your website, but you don't mm-hmm. have now available. But when I saw that you have plant. Um, oh, the plant pot covers. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, that is so good. Are you going to have those back? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Ah, oh, I thought I had some on there, but I have to check. I didn't you know, see. And oh. I love that you show on your Instagram the the things that you are, you know, the prints that you're creating with the uh, carving that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you get your inspiration? Is that from your background? Yes, um, a lot of it is my background. Um, and really what it is for me for a long time, I wasn't sure that I was an artist because mm. I don't draw like I can draw, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not my it's not what I like to do. Right. The most I don't draw realistically. I don't draw like, you know, I, I'm not into the photorealism and right. I'm not into perfect lines. If you if you notice, a lot of my lines are wonky. And yeah. crooked to me, that is beautiful. Well, yeah, and because also I think it gives a touch of someone did this. Yes, it's it was human. not a machine, right? Exactly. And that's and why I, said, I love so much carving, because mm-hmm. the carving is different than a stamp. Why a stamp was made by a machine and it's so perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. we carve. It's our hand that and sometimes is imperfect, especially like me that I don't have experience carving. I just sometimes mm-hmm. do little bits just to play with my paints, you know, right. but um, I, I think it, it extraordinary touch to see that Thank someone you. actually did that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what drew me to it. It really freed me up to create and not worry about you know, perfection, not worry about is this line straight. I follow some other printmakers who their work is outstanding as far as the lines are perfect and crisp and Mm -hmm. that's great for them, but that's not what I do. And it took me a while to understand that that's Mm -hmm. what they do and this is what I do. Yeah, that's what I want to do, yeah. Yeah, and so once I realized that, it really took me, you know, it really opened up my ability to be creative because then I wasn't bogged down with, oh, this line needs to be perfectly straight. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, I could make it perfectly straight. I could go on the computer and design the motif and print it out and transfer it to my block and carve it. Mm -hmm. It still wouldn't be perfect because just the act of carving. Yes. um, You're going to, your hand's going to slip sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's just what it's going to do. So, you know, I really enjoy that I can create something and, you know, even if it doesn't line up perfectly, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? So this fabric here that we see hanging and are these mm-hmm. baskets or are these the plant, um, the, the plant covers? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I love them. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Everybody loves them. The uh, vase covers and this fabric. So 
these are done by hand. Like you don't send your design and somebody does nope. it for you. So these are all by yeah, hand. I, I guess, so you, everything you see there is done by hand. Yes. So you, you have a sewing machine like you do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and that's probably why there's not more on the website because I really need someone to sew for me. I don't want to yeah. do that part. <laughs> yeah, sewing is a little hectic. Yeah, I um, can do it, but I don't want to do it repeatedly. You know what I was thinking? This plank covers here, they could also work as baskets. Yeah, they're they're really just fabric buckets. Oh, wow. Look at this. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, oh, yeah, this is wood, uh, woodwork. Yes. So mm -hmm. do you print on the wood? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, in fact, there's a video not too far from there where I show myself printing. I think it's that one, right? Scroll back up. Uh, it's right next to, it's two over from the trees. The next one. Yeah, this that one? one. Yeah, if you click on it and and play it, it'll oh, use, use there you see. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, amazing. I love that color. Yeah. All right. Wow. Like, I love all this right. carving. And you, I see you put them in a base, right? The rubber, you put them in a base. I heard, yeah, people, uh, I heard about people doing that. Uh, the to put a backing, yeah, that's yeah. um, craft foam, that's a foam stamp. Oh, so, yeah, in wow. order for I use a uh, uh, soldering iron, uh, yes, to make the mark. Wow. Yeah. So it works really get. nicely with wow, I'm impressed with this foam print. Yeah, that. so with the, yeah, like I said, I've tried a lot of different things and I've learned what works and what doesn't as much I or this. or something that I thought didn't work and then I tried it again a different way and it worked. I can see that you like a pattern of colors. Like yeah. I see your work has a lot of blue and orange yes. and red, right? Yes. And is that something that comes natural to you or is that intentional? Um, yeah, I just, I love vibrant colors. Yeah. I just do. And I gravitate yeah, towards, the, yeah, I gravitate towards the reds, yellows, blues. I've tried to incorporate purples. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Those have been really popular at shows. Oh my gosh! Like you have to put more of those. It's just I will. Oh <laughs> my gosh! You have you have bags as well. I did. I haven't put any out. They sold while. out. I'm sure they sold out. They did. <laughs> they are beautiful. What fabric on. is that? What fabric is that? It looks like a linen. Is that well, so very thick, that... right? Canvas or canvas? Yeah, that's canvas. Yeah, it looks beautiful. So canvas with leather handles. I love this pattern. Yeah. Yeah. I And I like combining colors that are totally different. Like, like yeah. that blue to me mm -hmm. just brings out, like, it just adds something. Yeah, and people were commenting that they love the color combo. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a combo that works for sure. Love, yes. love bags. We are showing a pillow here. And mm -hmm. I love that you don't you don't have a lot of this traditional patterns um, mm -hmm. the way people do it. Like I see you transpose the shapes on top of each other or mm -hmm. out of line. Um, right. I love that. I think it gives kind of a movement to the piece. And that yes, because when I first started, I used to 
feel bad because oh you know because in the surface pattern world right to me a lot of the work is very um similar mm -hmm. and so once i gave myself permission to do whatever i want then that's when things change yeah and here i'm showing you have also a fabric shop at the spoon flower which yes. um you know their fabric are great because i've um had some fabric there before and mm -hmm. I bought some fabric and these fabrics are great because I also love to buy fabric like this to do journal covers you mm -hmm. know art journal covers mm -hmm. but I obsessed with this just obsessed <laughs> what's funny I just made that um it, it was like Look a rectangular that. piece of wood I had I just painted on it and then I scanned it and I was like, hey, this makes a really cool pattern when yeah. it's repeated. Yeah. And so oh, look at that. That's what that. Yeah. So is this a sample so you can actually buy this with the fabric, the, the uh, cover for the bed? You can. Um, see, the way spoon flower works is that along the top, what, what's great and what, what's not so great about spoon flower? It's a great way to get your fabric designs out there. Mm -hmm. But the commission, unless you're selling in volume, yeah. the commission is not great um, for the designer, which I understand because they're fronting the, they're footing the money to get the stuff produced. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. But along the top, you see where it says fabric, wallpaper, living yeah. decor. So then you, you can, can order with the yeah, fabric. You can order any of those ah, prints. I thought you can just fabric. buy the fabric. Ah. Yeah, you can buy the fabric or you can buy it as already made. Uh, like what we showed here, a pillow or... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, so... I love this one. Um, yeah. This one also is fun. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I love that print so much. Oh, look at that. Did you carve this? Yes, I carved the stamp and uh, scanned in the design when it was done. Oh, wow. So... Where do you think your inspiration come from? Seeing all this um, vibrance and these shapes, you you have very unique shapes as well. As you said, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you said before that African patterns are, are in trend, mm -hmm. but I don't think as trendy as they should be. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit, but mm -hmm. I think it's just maybe getting started and I hope it's not just a phase. Um, yeah, not too. Um, um, but I, I hope there would be more because they are mm -hmm. so intriguing yes. and different, right? But where do you get your inspiration for, for these uh, patterns? Well, so a lot of times I will look at, I'll look at African art and patterns, but the thing with me is I'm never going to just directly copy. Mm -hmm. um, so if I see a shape or a, motif that I really love, then I change, I, I, I may start off, even if I say I'm going to do this exact motif, mm -hmm. my something in me will not let me do that. Right. Um, so I will somehow during the process of drawing it, I would vary it. I, it's always for me, it's always what if, what if instead of this line going here, what if it went there? Mm -hmm. What if instead of this shape being round, it's more oval, mm -hmm. you know? So 
and sometimes I will just um, start cutting shapes mm -hmm. um, and arranging them and seeing how it looks. And once I've got the shape, then I add the details like that stamp you're looking at in the mm -hmm. middle. You know, it was just that shape. And then mm -hmm. I, start, I, I start doodling almost mm -hmm. like, okay, let me draw some lines here. Let me put some dots here. Uh, let me uh, do like uh, echo lines inside. You know, so a lot of times I'll just sit down and just start mm -hmm. you know, drawing and figuring out the shapes. Yes. And here I'm showing her website, which I'm also going to have on the notes there for you guys to check. I would keep uh, when you restock, do you send to your newsletter? Because definitely. Yes. I think you guys have to be on that to see what she has. Yeah, it's it's crazy because my online shop never reflects all the things I have because a lot of times I do um, pop-up shows. Um, ah. I do shows. So, so a lot of times I'm like, okay, I need to make some stuff for this upcoming show. Yeah, and so because we just have one show. pot flower, one pot cover here. I'm surprised by that. I have to go back and... You have to put the ones that have color. Yes, I let need me, to. Um, let me know when you put some there. I will, I will sign up for your newsletter. So Okay, great. Um, yeah, right now, I mean, it's good. That means it's sold, but right now your website. <laughs> but yeah, keep her website in, sign up more. to the newsletter. And yes, um, yeah, there's just one. And there is some wood things here. Oh, oh nice idea here. I like it. Yeah, that's one of my new favorite things. It's a, a wall hook, but with her uh, design. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And where do you, do you like sketch, like when you're thinking about, okay, I want to, you know, carve something, create a pattern. Uh, do you regularly sketch? How is the, the process with that? Well, by sketching, if you mean going directly to carving, then no, yeah. <laughs> like on the paper, do you, I mean, just sometimes like think about shapes and just put that and later you carve or you just think about when you're going to actually carve. Uh, a lot of times I just get the urge to carve. I mostly just go directly to carving. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. I feel like a lot wow. of times I'm not, I'm not very precious about, oh, you know, this didn't come out right or whatever. I, you know, if I'm, if, if I make a mistake, I just embrace that or, you know, but a lot of times I don't, I don't necessarily. I mean, seriously, I'm showing her Instagram yeah. here. Where are these bags? Where are they? <laughs> they need to be made. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I'm so made. sad looking at all this amazing stuff. I'm sorry. I cut you off, but I was like, seriously. No, uh, yeah, I used to have a lot more. I'm um, showing here her show. Um, I think as you put here, downtown Dayton, right? And you have yes. this show. These people are lucky. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Um, I just love these cloths. Um, it's amazing work, Itunde. Amazing work. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I just obsessed with your colors. You know, the Brazilian me. I oh, I can't right. help I'm it. Like, I'd be boring. Like colors. Yeah. Oh. Oh, love this. Love the shots of your studio there preparing things. I think this is so important sometimes. Um, 
we artists uh, don't want to show the mess or how we get things done. I think especially mm -hmm. important in printmaking because look at this, you are like stamping each of these designs yes. there on the fabric. Really it is a lot of work. It is a, it is. a work of love, really. It's, it's just mm -hmm. amazing. And sometimes people can think, oh, I could buy a bag on Target for like way less. But yeah, nobody was stamping hand by hand. Right. the design for you this was produced way far we know where and mm -hmm. um it's amazing to see the the process do you yes. teach locally or or no yep. you just In fact, see that wine bottle you just passed okay that's oh, it's a class one of my workshops is that locally so, you do local yes okay yeah so how um, do people know about this like they they check on your instagram the locals um also your yeah, fairs well, when I you go to the market when, when i have the workshops scheduled i'll put it on instagram or my I look at it here which, yeah and i have a separate um instagram for uh for the workshops it's called oh. Studio A. oh i have to put that on the notes okay yeah gonna look for um, that so these yeah are, it's called studio yay these so, are the students here Yes, um, I was doing a lot of workshops last summer, and when it looked yeah. like things were getting better, and then it oh, kind of started getting worse, and so I paused. But so, yeah. as as we are here on Black History Month, um, how do you see Black artists, you know, in the printmaking space, to be able to have fabrics and space on the fabric market and this kind of print market done because i i don't see a lot of people of color in the printmaking market yeah there's there's not a, a lot especially specifically printmaking and in fabric you know printmaking or even just fabric design in general there's mm -hmm. um there's a few um that are prominently known um but to my knowledge not a lot mm -hmm. um so yeah that's something that i i don't know i don't know what the answer is to that i mean for me when like i said when i first um started my thing was i was going to be a textile designer that's mm -hmm. oh my gosh that's what i wanted to do that was your focus right yeah but then you know, I didn't see, first of all, I didn't really know how to get in it. Mm. Um, and then as I did research, there are people who offer courses and all that, but it didn't feel like it was something for me because like I said, the work, um, the textile design, um, the fabric design world, it seems like it's all very one note, like, a lot of flowers, cutesy yeah. animals, all that stuff. Mm -hmm, and I didn't, yeah, I submitted to a few places. Okay, yeah, I know it's a numbers game. You got to submit more. But I was submitting, but I didn't see any companies that looked like they would produce, mm -hmm. you know, the kind of work that I make. Yeah, it's, I think, I don't know, I'm not familiar with this space, but you, when you're talking, it makes me, uh, think about galleries, right? As an artist, mm -hmm. like, um, I have trouble with them because first of all, I think they're very elitist. 
right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just for people that have money. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe that culture, especially growing, you know, poor in Brazil, I believe that we should have more access to art. Mm -hmm. But also, I think the problem of galleries nowadays, and I was, I was talking with an artist from London, um, a black artist called Bocani, and she was saying the same thing, is because they have an idea of the art they want and what mm -hmm. they think their people want. But it's the yeah. same kind of style. Mm -hmm. They don't accept that different style. And to also range a little bit the people that they attract. They want to keep attracting the same people, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's very, it's not enough. Because I don't think they attract pe people of color. They don't attract me as a Latina, right? Mm -hmm. So i do also work in very bold colors and sometimes i don't see that on galleries right i see mm -hmm. that same like pastel colors or like you know tone colors or what mm -hmm. they call elegant colors and i'm like mm -hmm. you know it's it's hard it's hard because i think that's why we end up going with ourselves because in yeah. trying to do the work ourselves that i was uh, talking with Bocani because she said, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to wait for them. I'm going to do pop up galleries myself. So she mm -hmm. started contacting libraries and places and, mm -hmm. you know, doing her kind of gallery. Right. And that's the thing. Like every time I do a show or anything, people are so drawn to my work. But then that doesn't translate to the fabric design world. Yeah. Like Because you know, they even... are very. Yep. They yeah, think people just want flowers or... Yeah, even because I, I just, I don't want to draw flowers. I don't, I just don't. And if I do, it's going to be in my own way. It's mm -hmm. not going to be these pretty whimsical flowers. And that's what I see everywhere. I and pretty even... flowers. I do pretty huh? flowers. I like flowers. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. And it's very, yeah. a very graphic looking flower. The kind of mm -hmm. graphic design done on Procreate on iPad. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, for me, as you said, how to go to a, a fabric place and you don't, you are a black person, you don't see anything related to you or your ancestors or the colors that you like, mm -hmm. right? We, we, we are not represented. I don't see anything like I grew up in this fabric places, right? Well, for me, the way I see it, like, I don't necessarily have to see other black people doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. to be able to do it. I don't mind being the first, but the thing is that will they be open to me? Will mm -hmm. they print my work? Will they sign me on? That's yes. what I'm more concerned with. Yes. You know, yes. because I, like I said, I've submitted to places and never heard back. You know, if, you know, they want, like, I, I like making my things the way I like to make them. And clearly people like, like your designs because yeah. you are selling at these places and you cannot keep up with your website doesn't have the pot flower. Yeah, I, and, it's, it's so bad. you know, so <laughs> it's, it's not really what people want. It's what yeah. they want. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because and, I get great responses when I take my work out there. Mm-hmm. But I imagine when I approach the companies, then I don't, they're not interested. 
Well, and that's why I understand that spoon flour is it cannot be the cheapest way, but I appreciate having services like that. Yes, because I, I do too. Because not just you can create fabric in a more productive way to do like, you know, if I want to do like I showed here a bed cover, right? Because that mm -hmm. is hard for you to do in your house. Right. But I also think it opened the eyes of other people that are hiring printmakers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, I it's funny because I've, no, I've not gotten a job in fabric uh, design ever, mm -hmm. but my work has been used in other ways. Mm -hmm. I've been licensed. You know, we have a local um, a food co-op that mm -hmm. we just opened here that retained me and licensed my work to mm -hmm. use on the building. Mm -hmm. So you can actually see, you know, as you drive up to it, these oh, big, wow. beautiful colors. It's on my Instagram. That's you might cool. have to scroll down a bit. Yeah, uh, It just opened this last year. It's coming up in a year. So they used um, my patterns on the exterior of the building mm -hmm. as well as inside. I did all the, the department foot signs like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, dairy or meat or whatever. So I helped mm -hmm. design all that. Um, so, yeah, people are taking notice. People do like that stuff. It's just... how, how do you think artists can uh, can spread their word about their job locally like you were doing? I just, I say yes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like you asked, you approached me for the podcast. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what your listenership is and that doesn't matter. Any opportunity to talk about Art. what I do, yeah. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. um, I do a lot of like, you know, speaking. Like I said, anytime I'm approached to come and talk about it or present somewhere, I say yes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's on the artist as well to put themselves out there. Yes. Definitely. You have to put yourself out there. Yeah. You, if you feel quietly in your house because you you're working. But not just that. that. We cannot wait galleries or companies or, you know, be willing to take our job because they don't want a diversity in their right. designs. It's not right. just versatile of who is creating, but diversity in the designs. We need diversity in designs. Right. Exactly. We are very... Uh, you know, the population nowadays is so different, but we have some institutions that they keep having the same products mm -hmm. and the same designs. Mm -hmm. And, and um, too, I noticed even when they do the diversity thing, yeah, it's still very muted. It's still very, mm -hmm. you know, in the I way agree. that they want it. I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of talking about Latino um month or something but they just think about Cinco de Mayo and I'm like that has nothing right. to do There's with me a lot of different I don't even speak Spanish Latino right right so <laughs> it's like never think Brazilians are uh I don't even know if it's Latino or Hispanic which word we are Latinos we are not right. Hispanic we are exactly. Latinos we are not Hispanic because we don't speak Spanish so right um so when you have the heritage month of Latin culture and you just have Cinco de Mayo stuff or mm -hmm. a sombrero of a Mexican guy. Right. I mean, good, but that it doesn't represent great, me. That's not all of it. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, I, I think that the only way 
uh, this could change is, as you said, you have to keep, we have to keep saying yes, but also I think, as you said, even they say, no, we have to keep approaching places. And, mm -hmm. you know, as the artists that I talked to here, Bukani, like the library want to do it, go to the library, you know? Yeah. And if a restaurant, a cafe want to do it, go to the cafe. Yeah. You know? And, and I think now more than ever, there's so many ways to get your work. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So many options. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so we might not even need the gallery as much as we used to. You mm -hmm. know, I think we'll always need the gallery, but not as much as we used to. You so know, tell me, you know, this podcast is going to take a little bit to go live because mm -hmm. I am one woman doing everything. <laughs> yep, I know that story. <laughs> um, but tell what is coming up. What is your uh, goals for this year? My goals for this year is to keep making art and because um, I've been leaning in more towards the art making process. Mm -hmm. So I would like to exhibit. Um, there's a few calls. Because I I've... saw you have one abstract in your website. <laughs> yes. Is that I... means you're going to do more? Is that what you want? Yes. I've got some that I'm working on right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the. The thing is knowing when it's done. Mm -hmm. So when it's done, yes. then it goes up. <laughs> it's like, how do I know when it's done? Well, it's done when it's done. So yeah, um, you know, I'm working. Do you on... have more local shows that you're gonna have this year? Yes, um, and also this, I'm working on one out of state. Um, so I'm working on just exhibiting more. Mm -hmm. uh, it took me a little while to get my mind back from the holidays. So yeah. um, all of us. Yeah. Once the calendar starts filling up, then, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, okay, got to get stuff done. So yeah. And just, you know, get, like you said, getting product on the website is mm -hmm. important. And so are you going to have more classes uh, locally this yes. year? Yes. Um, in fact, I am planning uh, some workshops coming up. Um, you know, people have asked for virtual workshops and I don't know, I just kind of, I really like interacting with the people, uh, in a live, you know, in person. Yeah. It's you know. different. It is yeah. Different. So maybe I'll just, maybe I'll take the show on the road, go to different States or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but, um, yes, there's definitely more in-person workshops coming. But probably and, it's easier also yeah. to work on the states closer to you, so you can right. even yes. like drive there. And... Right, like even within Ohio, there's Cincinnati, there's Columbus. Exactly, there's yeah. Those yeah. are big cities, so mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, do you keep people updated what's going on on your newsletter, or is more on your Instagram? Um, up until now. I've been, Instagram has been really easy for me, but I'm noticing lower and lower engagement. Mm -hmm. So I'm going more towards newsletter now. I sent mm -hmm. one, I'm, I'm working on doing one a month. Mm -hmm. I think I can commit to one per month. So I sent one in February and I'll be sending another one beginning of uh, March. Mm -hmm. uh, because yeah, these these social media platforms, they give it and they take it away. So yes. uh, yeah, but I'm just noticing a lot less engagement than before. Yeah, So, but just so people can know when you have restocks on your website, 
in new right, products yes. um, new stocks, that you have. Um, just what's going on behind the scenes mm -hmm. and yes so okay. that's yes the newsletter yes. is a great way to keep and i will put as well the other account which is related to um, workshops so if you are local in ohio yes. you can certainly have fun with you Tonde, and uh, mm -hmm. you know learn a little bit of this magical thing of printing um yes so Yuta, fun. Yuta, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. It was thank such you. a good uh, interview. I just loved, loved your work. Um, thank you so much for checking out. I will be waiting for pot covers. Yeah. I, yes, definitely. <laughs> As yep. people can when see, I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> All right. uh, but everything you do is just beautiful. Just beautiful. Thank people you. in Ohio are very fortunate to see them up close. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. But keep updating us also on the Instagram. You know, don't get um, frustrated because people that love you, they're going to follow you. And if they want to keep up your designs, they, they're going to mm -hmm. be there. They'll be there. Yep. You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you listening to the podcast all the way here to the end. And I would like to thank you so much and to help us spread the word about the podcast. You can share on Instagram and tag me. I would love to share as well and take a screenshot and tell me what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast or leave us a review an apple podcast we really appreciate if you could do that it really helps spread the word about the podcast i will talk to you on the next episode